With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's December 6th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got two big briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First, Joe Biden announced yesterday his plans to meet with the leaders of Canada and Mexico next month. On the agenda should probably be what's happening in Central America this morning. I'll explain. Second, some updates out of Ukraine, with the big story being drone strikes hitting deep inside Russian territory. We'll talk about what it means. Plus, a poll showing U.S. voters are growing weary of that conflict. Later, we close out the podcast with three listener questions about the Supreme Court, student debt forgiveness, and the Twitter files. But before we get to all that, we got to get started with this. The White House announced yesterday that Joe Biden will be traveling next month to meet with the presidents of Mexico and Canada. There's no public agenda set just yet, but you can guess that it will probably include trade, China, and illegal migration. As they talk about migration, you will absolutely hear them all talk about their main focus on how to stop illegal migration, and that is addressing the root causes. And by that, I mean that they always argue that you must address things like corruption, gangs, crime, and poverty in Central America. Because if you do, at least according to their logic, you'll stop people from leaving their home countries because they won't want to leave. So problem solved. Well, this morning, we are going to talk about that, specifically if leaders in Canada, Mexico or the United States have a realistic chance of ever seeing the root causes get fixed. And we're going to focus on two countries this morning, specifically El Salvador and Honduras, because there are some important developments happening in both of those countries this morning that help us answer that question. So let's dive into it, thinking about the root causes And let's first start with El Salvador. Now, that country's president, a man named Nayib Bukele, he announced just last Saturday that he would deploy 10,000 security forces to a suburb of the capital city of San Salvador. And the reason is that the suburb is overrun by gangs. The suburb is called Soyapongo. It's got a population of 300,000 people, and it's been under the exclusive control of two rival gangs, MS-13 and Barrio 18. So to explain how bad life has gotten in that suburb, the gangs operate a racket where they charge quote-unquote protection fees to local businessmen and even riders on buses. And if you don't pay the fees, you don't get protected. And by that, I mean protected from the very gangs asking for the fees. So yeah, it's an extortion ring, basically. And it's a big business. Upwards of hundreds of millions of dollars each year is what these gangs collect. That's according to some analysis done by the organization Insight Crime. 
At any rate, the deployment of these 10,000 troops is part of what the president there is calling the territorial control plan. It's designed by the president to take back not only the suburb of Soyopongo, but also other areas in his country that are under gang control. So he kicked off this territorial control plan last March, and slowly he's regaining the upper hand. And he's done that by arresting over 50,000 alleged gang members. And the result is, well, crime and murder rates have both fallen, and that's made him pretty popular. But did you hear me say alleged gang members? Well, that's because there's been some concerns, especially from family members of those arrested, plus human rights groups, saying that the government is arresting random people in these dragnets, and sometimes the wrong people. And that's probably true, at least in some cases, both based on my research and conversations that I've had with some old friends of mine who they know the area, shall we say. The other thing that you should consider as we wrestle with this is that the U.S. government has previously accused El Salvador's president of having covert relationships with these gangs. In fact, apparently he and those close to him are coordinating with and even profiting from these gangs. So here's the allegation. The El Salvadorian government has struck a secret deal with senior gang leaders. So if the gangs stop killing so many people and chill out with the extortion, the president will grant certain privileges for gang members in prison and even allow some illicit activity to continue, mostly in the drug trade. In other words, folks, that is why the crime and murder rates are both falling, not because of this mass imprisonment. There's a secret deal. Well, all right. Is that true, though? Well, there is some historical precedent of secret government and gang cooperation. So I previously briefed you on this back on July 27th. Go take a listen to that brief when we're done today. But the upshot is that the U.S. government has long accused the El Salvadorian government of numerous acts of corruption to include collaboration with gangs and cartels. In fact, the Biden administration put some of those officials on a naughty list of sorts called the Engel List that bans those folks from traveling to the United States, amongst other penalties. And on that list includes lots of folks either close to the president or members of his party. Finally, one last note of caution here, something to think about when we consider these mass arrests of gang members. A similar crackdown on gangs happened in this country about 20 years ago, resulting in about 23,000 arrests. Well, what happened was that these prisons became a new recruitment center for basically a new generation of gang members with all these arrested people. Because if you didn't join a gang like MS-13 to survive in prison, well, you died. In other words, imprisoning people eventually made this problem worse once these men got out. In fact, it's driving part of the crime and gang issue that they now face. All right, that wraps up the mess of El Salvador. Let's go to the neighboring country of Honduras. Again, thinking about whether or not we can solve these root causes all to stop illegal migration. So the president of Honduras, a woman named Castro, that's her last name, she's been dealing with these same gangs and the same violence as her neighbors in El Salvador. And as she has seen how popular that president has become with his crackdown, well, she's kind of decided to just to copy him, more or less. This past Saturday, her government announced the suspension of some constitutional rights in her country. The goal is to regain control of two parts of two main cities run by these gangs. 
So starting today at 6 p.m., Honduras is operating under a national security emergency that will last for 30 days. And it will be focused in certain areas of the capital, Tegucigalpa, and the northern city of San Pedro Sula. Just like in El Salvador, the president of Honduras is sending in 20,000 police officers, plus setting up roadblocks. And overall, just trying to crack down on the same kinds of extortion and kidnapping and drug running seen elsewhere. And by the way, that criminality is big business. The extortion payments alone in Honduras earn those gangs in excess of $700 million annually. That's according to the local newspaper, The Herald. But just like in El Salvador, we have a corruption problem in Honduras. President Castro and her husband, who was a former president, plus members of their party, all of them face credible allegations by the U.S. government of being corrupt. Those allegations were levied this summer, which, again, I briefed you on during that 27 July brief. Definitely check that out later when we're done today. But the bottom line, my friends, is that these countries, both Honduras and El Salvador, they don't just have a gang problem or a poverty problem. Their leaders have a corruption problem. They are the corruption problem. They're also the very people who both Joe Biden and Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau are counting on to fix the root causes. Because according to those men, that's how you stop illegal migration. So with that, let's pivot from facts and data this morning to analysis and opinion. So when Joe Biden meets with the leaders of Canada and Mexico next month, we are going to hear a lot about root causes of illegal migration. We are also probably going to hear a version of this. America doesn't need to waste resources on things like building a wall or fences, they will say. Instead, we need to put those resources to work by addressing crime and gangs and poverty. So, all right, let's just say that that's true, at least for argument's sake. Well, based on this brief, now knowing about the endemic corruption of the very people who are supposed to fix all those root causes, to include collaboration with gangs themselves. So let me just ask you, how likely is it that the president of El Salvador or the president of Honduras are likely going to snuff out all that crime and gang violence and poverty? How likely is it that they will fix their countries? Because that's the basis for Joe Biden's immigration policy. It all rests on that. Because as most of us know, he doesn't want a border wall or a fence, and he largely doesn't want more border agents or more cameras and sensors, certainly not more asylum judges to quickly toss people out. And he definitely does not want more ICE agents to go around the United States and find illegals and deport them. So folks, as always, I'm going to let you decide on how likely it is that the leaders of Honduras and El Salvador will fix their countries. And by extension, if Joe Biden's immigration policy will ever work, because that's the real issue. And it's what you ought to be wrestling with when you see Joe Biden at that leadership summit next month. With that, folks, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers on the Apple platform, we are going to continue in mere moments. No ads for you. For other folks, we will be back in just a couple of minutes. But either way, when we come back, one more critical piece of news for you out of Ukraine. We'll be right back. When looking at today's financial environment, it's clear that we're experiencing concerning economic shifts that could impact your retirement savings. 
We've got stubborn inflation, soaring interest rates, and astronomical debt that could drain their value. Now, the good news is that there is a time-tested way to protect your financial future, and that's gold and silver. American Hartford Gold can ship physical precious metals right to your door, or you can store your precious metals in a tax and penalty-free gold IRA. American Hartford Gold can help shield your wealth from this economic turbulence. Analysts predict that gold is set to hit all-time highs. If you've got retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold. They'll show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver, with amazing customer service and a buyback commitment. They pride themselves on top-tier products, great customer service, and a commitment to customer satisfaction. American Hartford Gold has earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Use the promo code PDB and they'll give you up to $5,000 of free silver on your first order. So call 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Again, that's 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Hey. Mike Baker here. Listen, just because something is quick and convenient doesn't mean it has to be low quality, right? It's true, and that includes for fashion. Now, you may be surprised to learn that I'm known for my keen fashion sense. And to that end, let me introduce you to Indochino. Indochino makes fully custom suits, shirts, and outerwear for men and women with hand-selected high-quality fabrics. And you don't even have to leave the house to get it. Indochino suits are designed to fit you. Everything is made to your exact measurements and customizations, and there are endless customization options to get the exact look you want. From buttons and vents to pockets and lapels, high-quality fabric and wools, linen and cotton in different colors and patterns. There's really something for everyone with Indochino. And get this, you can measure yourself at home in 10 minutes, or you could visit a showroom for the perfect fit. Then, you wear your suit right out of the box. You get measured, you send off your measurements and your choices, the box arrives, you open it up, you put your suit on, and Bob's your uncle. And you can save your measurement profile to make future orders even faster. Build yourself a luxury wardrobe without the luxury price tag. Make quality convenient with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code BAKER, B-A-K-E-R, to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at Indochino.com with code Baker. Welcome back to the PDB. I've got one more critical piece of news for you this morning. Some important updates on the war in Ukraine. Yesterday morning, multiple drones hit two key Russian military bases deep inside that country. So one of the bases is home to strategic or nuclear-capable jets, and the other base is responsible for critical air-to-air refueling capabilities. In both cases, the targeted jets have been involved in bombing runs or the launch of ballistic missiles that have hit Ukrainian targets. Now, Russian government officials have said that the damage to these jets is fairly modest, and that does appear to be true. But the biggest impact is the shock that somebody out there struck so deeply into Russian territory with these drones, even hitting Russia's nuclear strike force. Now, officially, authorities in Kiev are not taking responsibility or credit for these drone strikes. But one of President Volodymyr Zelensky's senior advisors tweeted out a pretty cheeky statement that President Vladimir Putin shouldn't be surprised when these kinds of things happen. 
Meanwhile, we have press reports from both European and American media outlets saying that, yes, the drones were Ukrainian and they were designed to destroy some of those jets causing so much damage, especially to Ukraine's power sector. And to refresh our memories on that, Russia's goal is to bomb power stations throughout the country in order to freeze the Ukrainian people this winter, quite literally, and to destroy the morale of the Ukrainian troops. Well, perhaps not surprisingly then, Moscow responded to these drone strikes with, well, strikes of their own. The Kremlin said that they targeted and hit 17 locations throughout Ukraine yesterday, Authorities in Kiev say that that is largely true, although they say that they shot down 70 of the 80 missiles that the Russians fired. So let's pivot from those facts and data this morning to analysis and opinion. So for months now, the goal by the West, by countries like the United States, was to keep this fight localized. In other words, within the boundaries of Ukraine in order to keep it from spreading. That's why Joe Biden and the Pentagon have been so reluctant to give President Zelensky certain weapons with extended range. They don't want it to hit deeply into Russian territory. That could escalate. And at that point, the Wall Street Journal reported yesterday that one of those U.S. weapon systems that we've given them, well, our military actually modified those things, tweaking the software and the trucks so that they could never fire long-range rockets. Now, Ukraine has repeatedly said that they would never do such a thing. They would never use our equipment to strike into Russian territory. And all right, you know, maybe that's true, including in this case with these drone strikes. It's possible that these drones weren't ours, but it doesn't really matter. Not really. Instead, it proves the point that I've long cautioned about. Authorities in Kiev are eager to take this fight directly to the Russian homeland to make them pay a price and feel pain, to lower the morale of the Russian people. And you know, maybe a reasonable person supports that. I mean, after all, these Russian jets and their flight crews have been blowing up Ukrainian targets for months now to include civilians. But from the perspective of the average American, and this is, folks, the reason that you should care about this brief, this overt strike and this desire to strike inside of Russia well, it means that the odds of escalation are growing, slowly but surely. And that will remain that way for every day and every month that this war continues. And perhaps that's why we are starting to see some growing concern amongst the American people about supporting this war in Ukraine. According to a poll released yesterday by the Chicago Council on Global Affairs, a majority of Americans still support both aid and military weaponry to Ukraine, but that support is declining. On one hand, the poll found that 65% of Americans continue to support supplying Ukraine with weapons, and about the same number, 66%, want continued economic aid as well. But Americans are now closely divided on whether Washington should support Ukraine for as long as it takes, which is something Joe Biden and his administration say frequently. So that limitless support is now down to 48% of Americans. It was at 58% in July. Also, more Americans want Joe Biden to urge Ukraine to settle for peace as soon as possible. That's at 47%, up from 38% in July. So which camp do you fall into? Are you a fan of limitless support or is it time for peace, especially after these drone strikes yesterday? 
Well, either way, it doesn't ultimately matter to me because my job is to highlight the facts and the data, offer up some analysis. Yes, it's true. But as always, I let you decide. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. We'll be right back. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. Three emails this morning from listeners. First, Dave from Los Angeles wrote in about the big immigration debate at the Supreme Court that we discussed last week, December 1st, I think it was. To recap that brief, the court is debating what the word shall means. Because if shall means must do something, well, that might mean that the federal government must remove all illegal migrants. But if shall means only if you want to or you have discretion to, well, that means that the government has flexibility on which illegals to deport and how quickly. So Dave in Los Angeles wondered if shall means only if you really want to. Well, doesn't taxation law say that I shall pay my taxes this year? Because if the court rules otherwise, maybe I'm going to love this ruling. No taxes ever again because I don't want to pay it. <laughs> so I love it, Dave. Always looking for the silver lining. Good for you. By the way, Jeff in Phoenix wrote in about this same issue, uh, the word shall. So he works in law enforcement, and the word shall has a very important ramification for him when it comes to rights and responsibilities when he arrests or detains people. So this could have lots of other unexpected consequences if the Supreme Court rules that shall means you know, if you want to. It's an excellent point, Jeff. 
Next, we've got Buck from somewhere in America. He wrote in about Joe Biden's $400 billion student loan debt forgiveness plan. As we discussed last week, it's currently on hold, despite millions of people signing up. The Supreme Court will weigh in next June on the legality of the plan. I want to keep you posted on that, of course. But the whole conversation prompted Buck to say he'd like to suggest that we use a different term rather than debt forgiveness, because it's really a debt transfer program, not debt forgiveness. And that's because they're transferring it to the rest of us to pay. Well, Buck, you know what? <laughs> You're right. Facts support you on this one. So count me in. Debt transfer program is how I'm going to talk about that on the PDB. So finally, I've had a number of you all write in about the Twitter files. So for those folks unaware, those are internal documents from Twitter that CEO Elon Musk released last Friday night. And it showed the Twitter executives and mid-level managers were burying the Hunter Biden laptop story back during the 2020 election. And that's because they believed or they felt it was probably Russian disinformation. But it wasn't. It was real. And it still is. And on that laptop, just to remind ourselves, is overwhelming evidence that Joe Biden spoke to his son about foreign business deals and has likely profited from those deals too. Plus, he's been lying about it ever since. More on that to come, I promise. Meanwhile, and also of great importance, the Twitter files show the Twitter employees were in constant dialogue with both Trump and especially the Biden campaign during the 2020 election. And during that dialogue, Twitter officials agreed to censor the speech of various accounts after the campaigns complained. Now, details on why are just emerging, and I'm collecting all of that to figure out exactly what it says. But the bottom line is that this is absolutely an important story, both for me and for all of us, because what we're seeing right now is that a big tech corporation squashed the speech of folks like you and I, all because some politicians and their campaigns didn't like it. And that is not how a healthy constitutional republic like ours is supposed to function. What happened, folks, was election interference, at least from my optic. So this deserves a congressional hearing and lots more sunshine that comes from good reporting on the subject. So count me in on following this story and bringing you the latest when I've got some important insights to share. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.